Hi, you're listening to Create English on Ripollet Radio with Gabor. It's our March program in 2019, and today we're going to uh, do the second part of a previous um, interview with uh, with a band called um, the Space Girls. Yes, the Space Girls from Barcelona. They're a punk rock band, and we did the first part of the interview in December, and now we're going to do the second part and are going to listen to a song of theirs. So uh, that's what we can do today. So um, hope you like it and um, take a piece of paper or your notebook or whatever and be ready for some questions to answer and uh, to pick up some new expressions and uh, stuff that you want to learn. Last time we left off at the part of the interview where um, the band was talking about uh, their new album release and so um, we got cut off there because we had to finish the program. So so that's where we're going to continue from now. If you want to hear the first part, then go back to the December program. You can listen to it there. And who are the Space Girls? Here they are. This is a song titled Spirit Animals, and we're going to talk about this song today. But before we do the song, um, let's just uh, listen to the rest of the interview. And um, there will be a couple of questions again for you to listen out for. The first one, Stuart, the guitar player, is um, talking, is going to talk about, uh, you know, what additional things you need to do when you release an album. Um, so what things does he mention in addition to writing and recording and mixing? The second, what was the first place they played in Barcelona? The third question, their friends thought they would sound really bad. Is this true or false? And the fourth one, they don't usually have their own gigs, but they get invited uh, by other bands or they participate in festivals. Is this true or false? Okay, so these four things to listen out for, and here comes this part of the interview. When the album's done, we just have to do all the things that people who haven't done an album before don't realize you have to actually think about. You know, you do all this stuff and you write all the songs and you practice them and then you record them in a studio and you get them mixed and mastered and stuff. And then it's like, ah, now we still have to actually make the CD and have to put notes in there and all this other stuff and then release it and have a, all sorts of things. So, okay, so you actually you rehearse in this building. What about the stage? You're, you also perform. Um, do you play yeah. gigs? Yeah. Um, well, we we start playing in La Bascula. It's like a, a concert room mm -hmm. uh, in Montjuic. Mm -hmm. It's like a municipal, so it's free. It's, it's free, free to free to play there. Okay. And actually, uh, they have uh, they have a lot of good equipment and a big room. 
And yeah, yeah, we played there the first time and we had some friends coming and they were very impressed because mm -hmm. I think they, they, they thought that we were really bad uh, playing. <laughs> when they saw us like first time, they were pretty impressed, like, whoa, you sound really good. Uh, we also tried to participate in some like music contest um, and then some random gigs mm -hmm. in very small just parts. Come up on the way yeah. yeah, but we played several times in Seferino, that is in Marina, mm -hmm. and also in the Underground, it's uh, near Sands. Yeah, we've, we've put in a few of our own gigs um, yeah. ourselves, just ourselves playing. Um, but then, uh, like the last, I don't know, maybe like six or so times, it's like another band have seen us, and then they're like, oh, you know, do you want to play on this one or something? So. I can't remember the last one that we did, but it's been a bit of a while because we've been busy with the, the album. I guess yeah. like yeah. summer, yeah. June or May, end of May, I think. Yeah. Carmen, you mentioned that you, you did the, uh, the artwork for yeah. the EP. Yeah, it's oh, very awesome. basic, it's just handmade. Okay, that, that's... It's a little bit of funky, you know, uh -huh. so it and, fits and the style. And do you also take care of the, the rest of the social media kind of the part of promotion and stuff like um, nothing no? we do yeah, the three Facebook posts yeah. yeah I do yeah but we all do I mean it's not just well, the thing I love you, just you drawing things and putting uh -huh. yeah I love to I love when when we have a, a gig or something we have had a gig I mean the day after you know and you just wrote thanks to the bands I, I like to do this kind of stuff you uh -huh, know so uh -huh, uh -huh. that's what I did kind of follow up kind but of, yeah. it's it's cool okay here come the answers so what things does Stuart mention? He mentions, well, you have to make the CD, actually. You have to make the notes and then release the album and all the all the kind of things that you don't really think about when you self-produce uh, an album. But there's a lot other things that uh, you need to do in addition to just you know playing the music, recording and mixing it and stuff. Where did they first play? They played in the Bascula, which is a, a venue in Barcelona. Did their friends think they were going to sound bad? Well, Enrique says that um, that he thinks that they um, they had assumed that probably, but uh, they were actually really impressed with the way they sounded. And question number four: They usually get invited but don't have their own gigs. Is this true or false? Well, it's not true. It's it's actually false because they do all of these things. They they have their own concerts too, and they also get invited. Okay, let's move on. Next set of questions. What does Stuart say about the music scene in Barcelona? Does he think that the, the Barcelona music scene is better than in Glasgow? Uh, next question, that's number six. It was Stuart who booked the venue for, for the band in Glasgow. And he took the band to Glasgow, actually. True or false? Um, seven. What message did they get just before getting on the plane? Number eight. His brother, living in Glasgow, phoned around a lot of places to find a venue. But there was one condition. What was that condition? Number nine. Stuart has a systematic way of writing songs. Is this true or false? What about the music scene uh, or, or the opportunities that you see uh, in Barcelona or surrounding? Here it's kind of weird because Barcelona is mainly like an electronic city. Like um, that's what most people say. So there is like um, there is quite a big underground 
punk scene, but it's kind of more like, like I don't know what the word is, like traditional punk, like the sort of like shouty, yelly, like three chord, four chord stuff, mm -hmm. um, which we aren't really. So whenever we try and talk to these other bands, they're like, ah, you're not a real punk band or whatever, and it's like, eh, we are. But um, but yeah, there is loads of opportunities here. But I, I mean, I come from, uh, I lived in Glasgow in Scotland for like five years or something, and there is like crazy music scene. You could play every single night of the week if you wanted to, because there's just wow. venues, gigs, all the time. Like there's loads and loads on. So here, it's a little bit harder to find. You've got to actually go out and ask places and or get people to see you and stuff like that. Then have you played abroad also? I was yeah. going to mention yeah, that we actually played in Glasgow wow. last year. No, two years ago. No, last year. Last oh, last year. year. Yeah. Yeah, a one-day tour. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it was you who organized that. Um, I can't remember how it came about because uh, my, my, bro my brother lives there and, and we, oh. he, uh, he, uh, he he wanted us to come over for ages uh, and we kind of wanted to go over as well and then he was like, look, why don't we just, I'm going to book a venue um, and then we, yeah, we just found the time, we all found the time off together after ages and ages. It was a bit of a nightmare to be honest because we had a, we had a venue booked uh, and we were playing on, I think it was a Friday night. Uh, was it Friday or Thursday? I can't remember. I think Friday. Uh, it was Friday or anyway, whatever. Um, and then on the Wednesday, the venue messaged my brother and said, oh, by the way, we're, um, we're refurbishing the thing so the gig's off, you can't play. And we're like, but like, we're just about to get on a plane to go there. So my brother had the worst day of his life phoning loads of venues, like, have you got any Finding room? room? And eventually he wow. found a place. But then we found a place and then they're like, yeah, you've got a place, but we have one stipulation. You have to have a professional sound engineer here. Okay, and how did you solve that? Um, I don't remember. My, my brother, in the, in the end, out of desperation, he put a post on Facebook saying, is anybody a professional sound engineer? Because the, the, the venue gave him like a, like a tech sheet, okay. tech spec of the sound system and stuff. And it was, indeed, it was like one of these huge things. It wasn't just a turning a dial. And then somebody said, yeah, I'll do it. We had fun, actually. It was a... Yeah. A really big crowd, but it was, I could say, family, like yeah. good friends, and it was really fun. All right. Listeners are going to hear this, listen to the song, yeah, the uh, Spirit Animals, and uh, I'd like to talk about it a little bit. Uh, but before the song itself, what about composing? Um, I write the songs, like the whole, all of them pretty much, <laughs> and then they put in other whatever bass. The bits, bits and things, whatever the rest of they the just stuff. fill in the, the gaps, you know. No, I don't. I don't really have a way of doing it. I mean, like, like I, 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 I play guitar every day, and I usually just sit when I'm watching TV or something, and I just there's a riff that just make stuff up, and then eventually I'll something will sound good, and then I'll kind of hang on to it, and then I just keep doing it, and then eventually, usually, what happens is I'll have like maybe like two or three ideas for songs, and then like. Two of them will kind of fit, and then they'll kind of become a okay. thing, which I think definitely happened with this one. This was like about four different ideas that just over a course of a few months, I realized that they could all kind of run together. Answers. Uh, number five, question number five. Stuart thinks the Barcelona scene is better than in Glasgow. No, he doesn't. There are opportunities in Barcelona, but... In Glasgow, there are a lot more venues, and you can virtually play every night if you want. Question number six. Stuart booked a venue. Actually, it was his brother living in Glasgow who booked a venue for them to play. 
Number seven, what message did they get? Well, they got a message just before uh, leaving that the, uh, the, the concert, the gig, had been cancelled. So, well, can you just imagine, just before traveling, just before, you know, leaving, you get this message? Anyway, question number eight, his brother started to phone around and found a place. Yes, he did. Uh, but what was the condition? Well, the condition was the venue said, okay, we can do it, but you need to bring a professional sound engineer. And uh, yeah, so they had to find someone who would do it for them. And they did. So they did play and, um, well, quite amazing. It worked out. And number nine, Stuart has a systematic way of writing songs. Well, it's kind of not true because he plays around with ideas. He tries out different ideas and then he just hangs on to the ones he really likes and the ones that sound good. And then he develops them into a song. Now, before listening to the song, uh, let's just uh, hear a little bit about what inspired the song and how it was kind of born. Here's Stuart again explaining it. So you don't remember what inspired this song? If there was one thing that inspired it? There was one it, thing that inspired it. Um, <laughs> there is one specific thing that inspired this, and it's the chorus. Uh, it was my cat inspired it. because Your the, cat? Yeah, my cat. I had, I had uh, a lot of cats uh, a few years ago. Was it like two or three years ago? Yeah. The, 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 chor the chorus, the guitar riff, um, it's kind of supposed to sound like my cat's going, wow. You know? This makes sense. Yeah, I don't know if you know it, the bit, but yeah, it was, essentially it was my, my cats inspired a little bit of it because they were like, meow, and then I was like trying to like meow back at them on the guitar, and then I was like, hmm, sounds kind of interesting, and then I, okay. and then and I stuck with it. What is, uh, just, what's the gist of the song? What, in just in general terms, don't, don't overanalyze the song. Um, but, uh, what is it about? Not overanalyzing it. Um, Spirit animal. It's about, well, I mean, like, I've always had, like, um, it's about like certain people in your life that are like you know people talk about how they have like spit animals and stuff like as like spiritual guides or something i think that there's like i don't know sometimes you meet people and you just kind of think that they're like i don't have any actual spit animals i have it's a spirit people it should be called but it's kind of just about having some good people that are just you just know that they're good people and that they're they're good to talk to about things and they kind of help out with is the song about any kind of search or wanting to just be away from maybe the routine or the drudgery that's kind of it yeah, yeah you're right the first bit's kind of about being a, like a little bit lost sort of thing um, and this would be like the solution or the uh... essentially yeah uh -huh. it's kind of what the because I think I think this is I think I wrote like the, the, the things in they, they were initially two separate songs as okay. usually what happens okay. and then I kind of realized that yeah maybe that you can actually have a some sort of resolution to exactly yeah i think that might happen a few times in the songs i've never really analyzed them okay so uh, here's spirit animals by the space girls
This is Create English with Gabor Legradi on Ripollet Radio. English, create English today. Create in English. All right, so this was uh, the Space Girls with um, their song Spirit Animal. And uh, let's just talk a little bit more about the song here with the members of the band. We're going to talk about some of the expressions used in the song. Nice expressions for the listeners, like, you know, keep the clouds at bay. Could you please explain what that means? Uh, to, to keep something at bay. That yeah, means. just to sort of, just to hold it back. Yeah. Um, right. It's just probably a lot to deal with whatever, like, personal problems I have where I don't particularly deal with them in a way that resolves them. I just try and... Yeah, to keep them keep them, keep them right. away for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it rhymes nicely with away and play. Exactly. Yeah. It also rhymes. Now, there's another word with A. The fray. Yeah. Get out. Get out of the fray. Get, get out of the fray, which is that... Yeah, it's... Maybe it's poetic license or something. I don't uh-huh. know. <laughs> okay. um, and that means... A fray is like... Um, again, like, like a fight with, or something. Uh, like, yeah. a, like a... Just a sort of a bad situation, I mm-hmm. guess. Like, nor- I think normally it's used as a term for a fight or something like that but yeah it's to escape whatever madness is currently going on in life okay i really like this one if i could make the story wait i try my best not to be late i guess very funny yeah <laughs> it's it's more that um about trying not to miss out on things that are fun yeah i guess yeah. like it's yeah it's a nice way of you know but you can't make the story wait because it just yeah exactly it's gonna happen like anyway so i try and turn yeah. up and be yeah. part of it anyway you know Sitting on the fence. Yeah. That means? There's no, sitting on the fence is being undecided on exactly. things. So uh, try not to be undecided on things because nobody likes someone that is, is like, eh, I don't mind. Like, no, make decisions and usually end up doing stupid things because of them. But, <laughs> but never mind. All right. So these uh, three expressions that have been pointed out here are keep something at bay, right? Which means to just put something aside and not deal with it. Just let it stay there away from you. Get out of the fray. Get out of a bad situation, fight or conflict. And the third one was sitting on the fence. On the fence. When you're sitting on the fence, it means you're indecisive. You are undecided on things. You don't know what you want. You're waiting out. All right, so um, in the remaining time, uh, let's just find out a few more details about the band and the members of the band, and then we'll just finish off with this today and say goodbye. You're going to hear about uh, hobbies. You're going to hear about an interesting uh, story that Karma is going to tell you about a photograph of hers. Then Enrique is going to tell you about his hobby And uh, Stuart is going to tell you about what he does, apart from music. And also, we're going to uh, know where their name, the Space Girls, comes from. Well, apart from music, what are you into? Other hobbies, sport or reading or movies or photography? Yeah, I just love taking pictures. And actually, should I mention, I got paid for a picture I took many years ago. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I know, I know. Great. It was Great. really cool. I know. Congratulations about getting out of the pharmacy and starting a photographer life. <laughs> no, I mean, hobbies are hobbies, you know. But yeah, there was, um, I just took some pictures on a trip many years ago. Uh-huh. And I put them maybe on Flickr. Honestly, I don't remember. 
And this year I had, it was 2008, so 10 years ago, and this, this summer I just got an email from Australia, you know? Wow. It was a, a theater company talking to me about, uh, uh, yeah, we have a premiere worldwide next year, and I was like, oh, they, they, they did a mistake, this is not for me, you know? <laughs> they were explaining a lot, you know, this is the choreographer, this is what the thing wow. is about, but it, it was a super long so mail. So these things happen, really? Yeah, honestly. You get a call and you get an email and... And I was almost going to, you know, delete, but I was like, uh, just read everything. So when I went down, it was my picture. I said, and we, we, we think that this is, uh, you, you shoot that. So uh, how much do you want for the picture? Wow. Uh, honestly, they, they could have had it for free. But then I replied like, I, I don't know, just tell me, you, you know, the price. So they said, what about $400? Wow. They said between 250 and five. That's what we usually, you know, give. So I just said, just give me 350. Uh -huh. But because they were like late on pay, they said we're gonna give you 400 and they said that they would be really happy if I would like to go next year to Brisbane Brisbane I oh, know Adelaida sorry to Adelaida to see the thing so it was really cool um, about me like I really well I recently recently started boxing I don't oh. get I don't get into the ring yet okay. oh. but I'm, I'm mainly trying uh, training because like it seems very easy in the films, you know, you see the guys just like punching, but then when you start, it's very demanding and it's also like a lot of coordination and you need to be very focused and very, yeah, yeah, focused, I would say. I've been doing it for three weeks now and I'm quite motivated. It's really funny, like in the gym, there's a, well, everybody's nice. And I also like to bike um, with my um, race bike. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This um, summer I went to the Netherlands with my brother that um, lives there. Mm -hmm. And we did all the main cities biking like 700 kilometers in six mm -hmm. days. Wow. So it was pretty nice and also quite, de <laughs> quite demanding. I'm not a, not a bike person. I've, I've run, I used to run. I don't mm -hmm. run so much anymore, but um, I, uh, biking, biking's not for me. Okay. It's too much of a... It's too much of a hassle. Um, By the way, sorry, this background noise is people coming and going. Yeah, this is the door shutting. Yeah. And it's our fan is coming and going. Yeah. We're waiting outside. Um, yeah, I don't know, what do I do? Um, apart, yeah, from, apart from playing guitar, um, I do stand-up comedy occasionally as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's the, the, the stand-up comedy scene here in English is very big. There's like comedy every single night of the week. Wow. And, um, yeah, cool. so there's just every night of the week you can go and see something in English here. So I just go occasionally once or twice a month or something. And, try and make people laugh and offend some people as well. Because that's always fun, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, is there anything you'd like to, to say that I, maybe I haven't uh, asked about? Or where can people find you? Facebook, yes. Yeah. You just Facebook. We also have SoundCloud yeah. and okay. Bandcamp. Uh -huh. SoundCloud.com forward slash the Space Girls, I think, and Bandcamp.com forward slash the Space Girls. Yeah. Probably. Um, I'll tell you one thing, actually. Um, the name, well, so I'll tell you. Um, Every band I've been in, I spend like ages and ages trying to think about names and stuff because I don't like them just to be too genetic or something. And this one, um, initially I had wanted it to be essentially a girl band. Initially I had planned, I, I actually wrote all these songs with like a female singer in mind, which has uh, never happened. And then I was like, oh, right, I guess I'll have to sing them, which is why my voice is probably pretty high on most of the songs because I initially wrote them for a girl to sing them. Um, but when I was coming up with a name, um, I like to annoy people as well. So I saw that the, this was like well, three years ago or something. I saw that there was an article saying that the Spice Girls had reformed. And then I was like, 
wonder if there's a band called the Space Girls. And then, of course, you Google the Space Girls, and then it goes, did you mean the Spice Girls? That sounds like a challenge. So I was like, right, we're called the Space Girls. And the goal of the band is that when you type in the Space Girls, it no longer says, did you mean the Spice Girls? Plus, it's, right. it's usually some, some, the songs are generally sort of sci-fi themed uh -huh. anyway, so uh -huh. I thought it was going to be good. Yeah. Plus, plus people get disappointed when they hear the, the Space Girls are playing. And one, it's not a Spice Girls tribute band. And two, uh, there's only one girl in the band. You know, so it's, it's, yeah, it's fun. This was Create English in March 2019. Hope you've had fun, you've learned something, and uh, talk to you next time. Have fun, bye. Go for English today. Creating English.